Hey guys, I want to take a second and remind you to check out our friends over at AJS Designs Boutique, where they make gifts for the ones that you love the most. They're awesome. They make anything from bow holders for your little girl to hat holders for your little man, shadow boxes, and so much more. They even make art display signs to show off your little Picasso's masterpieces. All the items are customizable. They're easy and fun to work with. Come up with a gift that's special for you or anyone that you love. Follow and like them on Instagram and their Etsy shop at AJS Designs Boutique and at AJS Designs on Pinterest. They just made some awesome stickers for us that we're so excited to get out to you guys. So again, follow them on Instagram and their Etsy shop at AJS Designs Boutique and at AJS Designs on Pinterest. May 15th, Flyover Live. It's the Roast War Championship, RWC Anderson. That's right. The Warriors of the Roast War Championship are bringing the cage to Anderson on May 15th, and you will see the Dead Dancing Bear, Patrick Murray, versus DJ Dangler in the main event, plus many other amazing battles. See comic versus comic inside of a steel cage. You, the audience, get to decide the outcome, and if you're not happy, you're welcome to throw some popcorn at the cage as well. May 15th, check out roastwarchamp.com or at roastwarchamp on Facebook for more information. All right, y'all, want to give you guys a heads up where I'm going to be coming up in the next uh, couple of months. Uh, every Tuesday, you can find me at Top Live Trivia um, yeah, Kettle Top Brew House. Uh, on March 26th, I'm doing Seinfeld Trivia at Fives Live uh, uh, at Fives Tap House. And then coming up comedy, we have March 24th, we have Jay Hunter coming in. April 7th, we have Sarah Huntington coming in to Uncle Buck's Comedy Hour. Both of those at Kettle Top Brew House. Both of those are free shows. Um, and I will be doing a roast on April 30th in Evansville, Roast War championship may 15th i will be doing um uh uh the roast war championship obviously coming in anderson and then on may 22nd i will be opening for chris Kitan at beeson hall in franklin so you guys get your tickets for those um at mad hatter shows and everything else you can find uh on my social media at uncle buck's house thanks y'all let's get into the episode Fucking giggly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh my lord. <laughs> Welcome to Uncle Buck's house. I am your host, Kyle Buck. I do have a co-host. His name is Nick Oaks. He's one of my best friends in the world. <laughs> what were we laughing at? Our producer and host with the most over here at Flyover Studios, BJ. The BJ. Um, anything goes here. We have some very fun things going on, some fun conversations all the time. It's where it's going. 060606. The mark of Take the beast. Take out the zeros. Yeah. That McDonald's is the devil. Uh, uh, good. Good. <laughs> 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 the beach is like, real glad I gave these guys a show. Yes, sir.
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Uncle Buck's house. It is uh, once again time to uh, sit and uh, talk to uh, myself and Nick. Well, you're not going to talk to us at all. Um, we're going to talk to you. Uh, so this is already weird. Uh, you're so but, good but, at making it awkward. Yeah, exactly. I always do. I find three. I go three sentences in, find something I don't like, and I'm just like, here we go. Uh, but Nick's here as always. Hey, hey. What's going on, man? What's up? Um, and we have a guest in here. So last week we were talking about. Uh, you know, the Rose War Championship. Brad was in here. We announced the show coming up um, uh, in May um, on the 15th. And we were kind of speculating on, you know, who have been, you know, standing out in Rose Past and like what are some matchups that we could be seeing. And uh, some of those kind of got nailed down between last show and this show. And uh, we, our guest this week is uh, a part of one of those matchups. Um, the very funny son, Sarah Huntington's here. And, uh, uh, yeah, we're excited to have you in here. Um, and, uh, we're, we're not just going to talk about, uh, roast war championship, but we want to, uh, kind of let the people know right, right off the top that you're going to be battling, uh, uh, iron Mike Tyson Cox, which, uh, was kind of one of my, just a fantastic. Yeah. Um, and it's like, uh, it's one of those things where you are, what's your record in roast war? Six and six and oh, you are six and oh in roast war. Exactly. Yeah, and and uh, I and thought I already won when he sent me that. I was like, I thought I already won this. I got a T-shirt. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I already got the T-shirt. I don't need to do this anymore. But <laughs> I, I enjoy it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it, it's a whole lot of fun, and it's uh, I've only been uh, I think I've only seen you in a couple of the roast wars, um, but you know, obviously you won both of them, and it's so fun watching you write for your opponents because um, you really write jokes that um, you know that the entire audience can understand because they, they get it along with you, which I think a lot of comics go too deep into the, like, you know, inside baseball, you right, know what I mean? Right. And, and I think that, uh, I think your writing style really fits that. Um, what, what do you enjoy most about, about roast writing or like the roast process? Um, I like that it gives me an opportunity to write like new material. Like it really gets like my creative juices flowing. Cause a lot of times like I get stagnant and stand up, like I just do, the same jokes a lot of times and I get bored with the jokes that I'm doing. So it's like, oh, this is like brand new stuff that I get to come up with. And it's just fun to kind of roast people like, and not get any backlash for it. Like, it's just fun. Well, it's fun for the uh, people watching and listening, too, because, I mean, look at the times we're living in. Like, right. you can't really make fun of people anymore. And, yeah. and and even if that person knew that, you know, it was all fun and games, right. you know, um, it's, it's something that everyone can go to and can enjoy just laughter. And, and like you said, you can see the opponent. And I'm really excited because I've... I always thought that that was kind of a comedy niche anyways, mm -hmm. that if it, like... If a, if a good show came about, that it would like catch on and, and, and kind of take over a different genre of of comedy. Yeah. Well, and um, you know what? One of the other things is I think it, it forces you to um, you know get a more authentic um, reaction when you do try to avoid the low hanging fruit. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's one of those things where. Um, 
you know, it's it's not necessarily about the lowest blow, but but the you know most creative shot. You know what I mean? Right. And um, you know, I I'm just really excited to see your your matchup coming up with uh, um, <laughs> as, Tyson. <laughs> yeah, as we heard with uh, as we heard uh, Brad say, Iron Mike Tyson Cox, which kind of kind of hit uh, Nick's ears a little bit differently. So if you want to see what that's all about, uh, tune into the last episode. Uh, um, but yeah, no. So let's let's transition a little bit into. Um, you know, what, one of the things I've enjoyed talking to comedians about that have come in here, um, over the course of the last year is what, um, you know, uh, COVID has kind of inspired them as far as comedy goes. Cause, cause you're still, you know, working w- w- when you got stuff, you've done some web shows bit, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Um, what, what was the, the web show experience like for you? Um, I don't love it. And yeah. I know some people have like really found like my friend Bowers, like, came up with this whole show and like he's making money off of it. He's like, this is one of the best I've ever done in comedy since. And I just struggled with it a lot. I think I just struggled with COVID in general. Yeah. So it was like, I didn't feel super creative. I didn't feel like doing a lot. Um, but I did do a roast um, show where I just had, I just had people message me. I'm like, do you want to be roasted on a show? It ended up being like five white guys, of course. They're like, we'll be roasting. <laughs> um, so I just went online and I just like pulled up their picture and just roasted them, oh. each one of them for like five minutes. And then I had like everybody on Zoom or it was on Facebook Live watching me. And then I was like, you can $5 and I'll take a shot, $10 and I'll roast you. And then like $20, it was like, I'll roast whoever you want. Well, I didn't think about that I made the shots $5 and everything else more expensive. <laughs> so I was just like every time, like, because it was through my Venmo and like every time I was looking at my Venmo, I'm like, oh, okay. I This person just sent me four shots. Yeah. Somebody sent me $25 and they're like all in a row. And I was like, oh my I, God. I mixed like margarita and yeah. like it was like margarita shots. So it wasn't sure. just full shots. Mm-hmm. But by the end of it, I was like. And anyway, I think Brock is stupid. Like, by the end of it, like, my roasts were nothing. They were like, I forgot all of them. Oh, but my god! it was still gosh. a fun time. Yeah. I really like your shirt. Nah, yeah. you know what I mean? That's yeah. not a bad idea either. They were just though. the yeah. worst roast oh, ever by the man. end of it. That's a, I like that idea, though, that's like, you know... Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, so I, I think a little bit of a I think a bit of a restructuring in your pricing. I think you got it nailed. That yeah. sounds cool as hell. Yeah. <laughs> little that's, restructuring the price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I, I I think that's super cool. And I did know a few people that you know have enjoyed the web shows and whatnot. And like I watched a couple um, like live streaming, you know, music shows and whatnot. But like the only experience that I had, and like I think we've you know. Um, you know, maybe had this in like a family or work situation where the one person doesn't know to mute. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The Zoom. Yes. And it's like, I know this is cliche and like a lot of people joke about it, but there was this one time where uh, we we were doing this um, uh, live watching of Lily May, uh, someone who is an artist we played on this podcast before. Um, she's awesome. We were watching this this live stream and it was, you know, a paywall and like not very many people were going to be able to watch. And uh, in the middle of it, this guy from New York who apparently like just needed something to watch while he was at work mm-hmm. is like... Um, had a bag of chips and didn't mute his zoom so while they're playing what's on the screen every few seconds (sighs) is a crunching of his bag of fucking chips and and at one point (laughs) at one point 
I would be so pissed. At one point, I reached over to unmute and say, Brian, fucking mute. Because <laughs> his, name is, his name was Brian. And I'm like, Brian, fucking mute. But like, I didn't hit the unmute button. So like, ah, I, fuck, I thought I did it. But like, and I thought he ignored me. So I was even more pissed. And like, uh, and so at, at one point, uh, finally, someone in the band was just like, hey, everybody want to make sure your, your uh, mute is on. And then this guy took him a whole nother song to finally hit mute. I'm like, this son of a That bitch. would be like nice for music because it's fine to be muted because it's only the music but for yes. comedy like yeah, you, you want the, the laugh but like you're also like shut up but also laugh but like shut up mm -hmm. so it's like this like transition of like like if you're gonna talk mute i don't care but if you are going to laugh then unmute and it's hard to yeah maybe they should make like a button they can click when it, and like well, there's a laugh that goes on the screen or some something. of those like big bigger online shows they control it so if they hear someone like talking or stuff they'll go in and mute you oh which is that's super cool. nice yeah. but i don't know how to do all of that so i just have to like listen yeah. to that's Stacey like a producer talk. yeah that's like a producer yeah. you know running that sort of thing yeah no that's because i've seen some of those ones uh i haven't watched a full one but i've watched some like minute or three minute sets um on Instagram and whatnot of people doing these like yeah in front of a wall of screens yeah. and like they're they're like uh, some of them were even like roast style where they're like y you know I'll roast you or I'll roast you mm -hmm. um, I saw Drew Lynch did one yeah no th those are super cool and it's uh, really interesting to see the way that comedy adapted so much over uh, over that time because you had the the rise of the um, you know, drive-in shows, yeah. um, which, um, did, did you go to any of those? Or I didn't those? go to any comedy drive-in shows, but I saw, there's like, I can't think of his name. He's like a DJ that does like really weird sets. Mark Rebier? Yes. Yes. So I oh went my and, God. Yeah. I love Mark Rebier. Uh, he, he's kind he's of a, a comedian, I get like, yeah, yeah. I, I would definitely put him in that performer. realm. Yeah. yeah. He, he's a comedy performer. I would yeah. say music. Um, comedy performer. so I saw him at Tibbs. That's cool. And that was, he's actually got a really good voice too. That's, yeah. what's, that's what's crazy about it. I, I just missed out on tickets for that. Yeah. That would have been a blast. That's so cool. We saw, uh, me and a buddy saw him at, uh, Back before he like blew up, um, he was at uh, the patron saint. Oh yeah, um, and that was that was really crazy seeing him in a, a, a club environment like that. But at the same time, you know, being able to see him in a big environment like that, I think it, you still would have. Um, had a cool experience just because like his stuff is so out there that yeah. like all you really need is just more speakers yeah. he, you know is he like a dancer he seems like a dancer he's crazy like so my friends were um on the road with him i had some friends that were like on the road with him and they oh, were like cool. they were like man with covid we don't know what to do with him like <laughs> he was just still you know begging girls and stuff oh, and they're yeah. like if we if one of us gets covid this whole show has to get canceled and yeah. so they're like no more no more threesomes dude just no more threesomes <laughs> oh, yeah and dude and that's like and that's that's so on brand for him like that's and that's bizarre to 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 think about but that but like if you know if you kind of get mark rubia you kind of get why that's not you know he he like to me he looks like napoleon dynamite's uh brother but at the it's same like, time how it's does an, he get laid so <laughs> I much know. like i know he's gotta just, be it's 
pure personality. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and you know, I mean, like, I the the guy speaks French, and like, I get it. You know what I mean? If I if I were of a different persuasion, I could see why people would be into Mark Rebier. You I better think. speak French. His last name, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For shit. For for sure. For like, shit. Yeah. For, for, for shit. shit. Hey, Take notes, hey, guys. For shit. Tell you speak what. French. <laughs> you know, like, that's all you yeah. need. Yeah. Como vous <laughs> What do you? Voulez-vous <laughs> 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 Matthew, Ma- so like Matthew McConaughey speaking yeah. there. Well, it, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> that was French. I just yeah. put all righty, and yeah. I'm like, that's French. That's how you say it in French. Yeah, hey. yeah, yeah. Um, or you just like say it with a Canadian accent. Hey, uh, yeah. hey. Wow, you said Canadian. Um, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like, uh, we were talking earlier when you said voulez-vous coucher i you mentioned earlier uh vanilla marmalade on no yeah. you did on on the cake we were, we were doing the behind the scenes stuff and uh <laughs> and that, that just made me think lady marmalade okay. creole lady marmalade and vanilla marmalade <laughs> reminds me of like a really shitty all like white version <laughs> of creole lady marmalade it's like just yeah it's like if the view decided to like get into like you know uh, uh, what, what is it? The burlesque. Yes, exactly. That's the word. It was escaping me. Yes, which uh, apparently I don't know any French. Um, if I can't is think of burlesque, burlesque French. I think so. That sounds French. Yeah, maybe. It, yeah, yeah French. I think it's. I think that's um, where it came. I think it might have been where it came from. I yeah, I could. I could see that. I could see that being French. I don't know, but um. But yeah, no, it's yeah, that's crazy. Mark Rebier would have been a lot of fun. I saw. Uh, did, uh, did you guys watch the Jeezy and Gucci Mane, uh, uh, verses? It, uh-uh. it, it was live streamed. Oh, was it? Yeah, and oh, it was. Oh, where they just battled back and forth. Yeah, yeah. It, it was basically like just. It was like snippet. a concert essentially, and there was nobody there. It was like family that was there. Oh, and Gucci Mane's Killer Squad. I mean, they like lined him. Yeah, and he would go over there and squad. talk to him. And Gucci or uh, Jeezy had just him and like this other person. It was just so awkward. There was nobody in front of them. Everybody was behind them, and they were like singing to this crowd and it just it was not the same yeah like i just hope that kind of stuff does not become i'm really excited for like live concerts yes to come back i'm definitely a like in the moment person i want to be there i want to experience all of it so online was a little bit of a struggle for me with everything absolutely interesting that you bring that up because what you were talking about earlier well uh yeah and that was uh um something that, that that I thought would be cool to bring up and that's a perfect transition speaking of, of live um, entertainment maybe even specifically music I mean not that comedy doesn't have a similar effect but um, Jim Brewer was just on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast and he was talking about uh, when he toured with Metallica and you know I don't think Metallica even had an opener for this tour they toured with Jim Brewer as their opener and he'd do like 15 minutes of like you know um, you know Brewer like uh, rock and roll comedy and then he would uh, you know introduce the band and whatnot. well one day at one of the shows um, he met this veteran and this veteran was uh, came back from war really fucked up and uh, uh, you know finally found a hobby and like uh, some reason with motorcycles and whatnot and um, got into a wreck and uh, get, left him um, with severe brain damage and like he couldn't walk again and shit and you know was just depressed didn't want to live anymore and you know it was just this really hard time and his uh, buddy brought him a uh, some of his old CDs and he put in a Metallica CD and one day he just told his wife he's like I want to go see Metallica and she's you know just so excited that he wants to do anything she you know gets him a ticket and they go to this show what a and, nice wife yeah right, right? <laughs> and uh, and so they meet you know Jim Brewer and whatnot and you know uh, 
so they just decide to follow them around for the rest of their tour, um, however long that was. And um, afterwards, they went in for a checkup with the doctor. And uh, f- for the first time in like 11 months, um, he had shown some his brain had started to repair like it was showing some uh repair and like it, they were like it can't be the music you know what i mean and the and so the doctors could only speculate that the you know sense of community and the you know just um uh, being around people and all kind of sharing a similar you know love for a band or, yeah. or something like that uh you know gave him more inspiration and his spirit more inspiration which in turn you know started to to, to kind of rejuvenate the body a little bit and um so his doctors actually prescribed um, them following around Metallica for the European leg of the tour. To, Can you imagine to your prescription if- being like, just go get fucked up with a band? Like, <laughs> right? yeah, that's exactly. gonna cure you. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I wish. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so, and so, yeah, they, they straight up said, yeah, just follow them around, and we'll just you know get regular checks with doctors over there, and we'll just keep keep an eye on it. And you know, he he just saw a bunch of recovery from that. And it's like, you know, if, if that sort of thing can have effect, can have that sort of tremendous effect um, on, you know, a person that's hurting in that magnitude. Imagine what one concert can do for the average person right. dealing with the average everyday bullshit. It's it, it's a huge sort of thing. And now when you, expon- you take that exponentially across the m- millions, even billions of people worldwide that missed out on amazing live gatherings of not only music i i, I think that kind of like you know anything just yeah. being around live like humans yeah like i actually i got covid so i had to quarantine for 14 days and like the covid really wasn't that bad for me personally sure. but it was like being in my room alone for 14 days i'm like especially me i'm like I'm an introvert, but I'm also very extroverted. I sure. have to talk to people. So that 14 days, I was like, I am miserable. Mm-hmm. I can't I'm, like I can't wait for everything to get back to like just being around people and being live again. Like, well, it's yeah. essentially you're in solitary confinement. Like, yeah, because, like people in prison. Right. I, it made me realize I was like, damn, that's why people that are in prison for a long time are probably more messed up when they come out. Yeah, because you are just in this cell like with your own thoughts mm-hmm. for years yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. like that's Absolutely. why they're messed up that's why they have trouble getting back into society yeah. because they mess their brain up more putting them in that and, <laughs> and I, I i honestly think that that is known because if you know you know a little bit about psychology you know what keeping someone by themselves will do to them and it's not necessarily that no one else is there all the time it's it's like you just start to hear yourself more and you start to hear things that you may not hear when you're around other people yeah. and some people aren't really used to that kind of thing you know it's like since they're not used to it they think that oh man i'm going crazy or oh man like this doesn't feel right why am i doing this and i i really think that this whole uh part part of this whole covid thing was kind of like that was going to be an outcome and i think they knew that because you have like prisons are private you know those are those they make money off of people privately owned that's a whole thing but yeah (laughs) um but like they want to keep people in there, so you Making fuck them up while they're in there. Yeah. You let them out. You know they're going to come back. Yeah. So exactly. it's it's like a residual type of income for them. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And it's 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 one of those things where it's it's hard to it's 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 really really hard to you know um, find that balance because you know at a certain point like when this stuff all first kind of hit like. 
people really kind of were trying to figure out what the hell is going on. You know yeah. what I mean? And so, uh, like, it, it really was that, like, shit got crazy. And so we, you know, jerked it hard to the left just to overcorrect it. But at the same time, we never really readjusted. Mm-hmm. And that's that, that's one of the that, that's one of the things that, like, um, is causing a lot of the conflict now is that you know you you still have have both extremes um, where you see uh, you know Texas and Florida opening all the way back up and you have you know um, some experts saying that we're wearing masks into 2022 and that you know we're just kind of seeing a, an eye of a storm sort of situation and it's like you know it's a it's a it's a bizar- it's a bizarre thing to even like you know everyone's just playing it day by day it's strange well apparently miami beach is shut down oh, well, okay that. so they're not shut uh, down but there's a curfew until eight uh, i think it's 8 p.m is when you have yeah. to be in oh really or off the beach i, I think actually, you have to be off the beach everything's closed and you have to be in your hotel and if, you're, if your hotel has restaurants and whatever you can go do that stuff but you can't leave what? wherever you're at and oh, shit, i didn't hear about that like I, that's one thing so, we should have pulled up they there's like massive crowds just gathering I in the went, street i went to my like the uh, i went over christmas so it was like i still had my antibodies and i was like okay yeah. i'm going to miami like i can do whatever i want they do not care oh, there no. they don't give a fuck. like I you didn't I even have to gunshots. wear a mask to go inside like they did not care the only thing is you, they closed at midnight but like i really hadn't been out into like a packed bar in yeah. you know over a year mm-hmm. and i walked in there and i was just like it was so weird to see people's full faces i was like <laughs> oh my god people have mouths what yeah. like <laughs> it was so weird oh man and, and you know that they have some kind of um underground clubs i did you know? so these guys were like hey do you want to go back to like elijah's place with us and i was like okay yeah i'll go like messed up <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Elijah's place was actually this like underground club. They knocked on the door four times and I'm like, this is a weird house. It wasn't a house. It was an underground club. You could only pay with Venmo or cash. Like the bar was just uh, one of the, like a table just like where we have this podcast stuff set up. Like it wasn't a bar, like, uh, but it was, so fun damn i mean like, it felt so risky like i was just like sounds like a movie type yeah thing. it was like well, and that's speakeasies right like that's that's how speakeasies came going, about in the prohibition going is, back to yeah, the 1920s exactly it's it's you know Ma- marijuana and except COVID. instead of prohibiting alcohol you're prohibiting hanging out you know Happiness, what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, like it's it's one of those Footloose. things that it's like you know, mm-hmm. no dancing. Like, yeah, they, 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 they would have no problem with everyone drinking the same amount of shit at home. Damn, they already extended by it. themselves. They said it was going to be from from what I read yesterday. It was seventy two hours. Oh shit! It's funny that they did it right on spring break. Well, right. they're trying to get everybody out of spring out yeah. of there. Yeah. So that video that I I that's, think that's oh, that's fuck. after the curfew had started. Okay. And that's that's still how many people are still just just have just yeah. Yeah, disobeying the curfew. The video. Oh my god! Holy that's shit! That's just like out in the street. They're like fucking we'll party out here. The video yeah. that I saw, I heard a, like a automatic what an automatic gun being shot, and there were police running everywhere, and this crowd just started running like fish. It was Jeez. insane. Like, and we're going. I'm I'm gonna be down there in two weeks, Damn. and then we're going to um, Key West. We're only gonna be down there for a day, maybe. I don't know. But um, yeah, we're we're going to Key West, and I'm gonna be pissed if I can't go. We had to cancel yeah. a cruise because of the COVID, yeah. and now Florida shuts back down. Oh shit! That says April 11th. 
When do you go? <laughs> He's realizing Fuck. his shit's not gonna work. <laughs> Damn it! That's a bad time to really figure that <laughs> oh out. Oh my god! Jeez. Oh my god! We this just watched terrible. your plans crumble. Yeah, yeah, we just saw your heartbreak. Live. <laughs> Damn. Well, we're only gonna be in Miami for like raw emotions here on Uncle Buck's house. <laughs> so if I gotta stay in a hotel for five hours and then get my ass to the keys then whatever hey i know key west is a lot different they didn't follow the same rules as florida because they're kind of their own Mm -hmm. i don't know establishment yeah Um, there's not very many people there anyway yeah exactly it's an island right key west well i mean it's it's off of florida and it's 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 an aisle like yeah it's an aisle yeah Yeah. they use pepper balls that's what it was to clear clear it holy crap (gasps) an automatic gun pepper ball oh jesus oh i bet it was like like some like beefed up airsoft guns probably well i mean they were loud i don't know I oh them. shit maybe it's not. starting it's starting to get a little political already no, so. oh, of course it's been out for anything no the yeah. na naacp with leaders noting that uh, many of those who visit over spring break are blacks and black spring breakers express concern over city's latest crackdown attempts including using pepper balls to clear ocean drive on saturday night so i was just down in tampa and i will say that it, it is a completely different it, it looks like a completely different country yeah it is it's insane how where's that uh in in tampa gotcha i was there a few weeks ago but the the diversity in um i mean there's cubans um there's dominicans there and, and they have like these food trucks everywhere mm-hmm. some of the best food that i have this auth- and they're authentic tacos and you know they're authentic if they make the tortilla right there in front of you and you only get onion and cilantro. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's, Steak, onion, oh, cilantro. Sure. Yes. I put a little bit of hot sauce on there. Yeah, yeah. I get the tomatillo. Squeeze the yes. lime on it. Squeeze oh, yes. the lime on yes, it. Yes, yeah. Hell yeah. That's that <laughs> yeah. authentic. That's what real man. tacos are. Hell yeah. Yeah, for sure. I was so happy. Like, I... Um, like, I, the, my favorite place to go, like, I know that, um, you know, you can only get so authentic in fucking Anderson, but my, well, one, of, one of my favorite places to go is the place that the menu's completely in Spanish, and I have to point to which one I want. Oh, because, yeah. like, I mean, I don't have to, but at the same time, I'm like, no, I need what to embarrass that? myself to say it. Um, it's, again, I'm going to try in El Camino Michoacan, I believe. El Camino Michoacan. I might be mispronouncing I love tacos that last. I those little Mexican grocery stores. Yeah. Exact, yeah. exactly yeah. what it is. That's exactly yes. what it is. I knew it's half <laughs> grocery stores, and then the uh, uh, then the um, other side is some booths and and a window where you order, and their entire menu is written and it's um, cheap and good in, yeah. and sharpie. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's written a dry erase marker in case they need to wipe something off and they run out. And it's like, uh, it's so good. And it's like. <laughs> All of the workers at the other white people Mexican restaurants go there to eat. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> like yeah, absolutely. And, and and if you act and if you order queso in there, it's you still pay five dollars, but they give you like four times what you get at like the other places. Can you eat it there? Or do you have to take it to go? No, you can eat there. Yeah, for sure. I'm have to check this. Yeah, out. it's it's really really good. And like you said, it's very you know yeah. reasonably priced because you know they are their own retailer yeah. and uh, you know. Um, shout out to to all those authentic Mexican places. Every town has them. They never have to advertise right. ever. Yeah, I've never seen an advertisement outside of Taco Bell. Like 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 really. They they yeah. They they need no advertisement. They are always busy. I don't I don't want to offend anybody. So I'm going to bring up another restaurant just so you know another rate. You know they say hey you didn't talk about our restaurant. So um, when I moved to Fishers, 
Indian food is everywhere, and it's authentic Indian yeah. food. Have you guys ever had authentic <sighs> Indian food? I, can't, I, I mean, maybe. Sure, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a colon blower for sure, but it Jeez. is fantastic. I mean, Do you ca- remember the first time you had Indian food? I, like, I was a vegetarian in high school, and my friend took me to an Indian restaurant. It was like an Indian buffet. And I remember looking at it as like a sixteen-year-old, and I was like, "I'm not eating that." <laughs> I'm like, "I'm not." If I was younger, that. I definitely would have said that. Yeah, like now that I'm older, I'm like, "It's so good." But I remember yeah. looking at it, and it just all is like various colors of mush, and I yes. was like, "Yeah, it that's just, not going in my mouth." No. Like, it just looks like it, it kind of looks like jail food. Like, yeah, scrape it out and you plop it on the thing. <laughs> yeah, but the chicken tiki marsala mm. is by far my favorite dish. Now, uh, it's it's Indian cuisine that uses. Uh, curry pretty heavily, right? Yeah, yes. that's yes. the clean. I and it's, love it's curry. Not, it, it's not. It's so like Thai food. If you get hot Thai, yeah, that's like the third hot. That shit is is hot. But Indian food is not quite like that. I gotcha. got it. I got like the f- second to last hot, and it was nowhere near as hot as Thai food is. However, on the exit. That was a completely different story. <laughs> Damn, oh, it was man. hot. <laughs> I mean, I was like a yeah. dragon breathing fire out of hot the wrong chips, places. Man, got the hot chips. <laughs> uh, son, oh man, I just thought about I thought about my son. Oh <laughs> shit! Yeah, that that term. Yeah, the term hot chips. Uh, his I'll son the, one time. I'll tell the story. Okay, go for it. It's go a for great it, go story. For it. Yeah, I'll probably like you tell your own kids' stories. I'm we out were, here trying to tell his. Kids he was stories. like he was like two years old, and he was a little younger than that because he he potty trained pretty pretty young, and so he was on the big boy toilet. And he was snacking, and I saw him eating his sister's uh, flaming hot Cheetos, and he loved them. I was like, "Dude, aren't those hot?" He was like, "Yeah, but they're so good. I love these." He didn't literally talk like that because he was yeah, only yeah. one and a half. But <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm like getting ready for work or something. Oh, I'm getting ready to go to your house. Yeah. And I leave, and I'm sitting in his kitchen, and my wife is on the phone, and she's like, "Why did you let him eat all those chips?" And I was like, what are you talking about? And I just hear, and she, His <laughs> she turned the phone over and it's just him with tears just flowing down his face. And he was like, hot chips, hot chips, no more hot chips. And he was getting ready to let a turd come out. And she was like, are you done? He goes, no, there's more. And she goes, well, let it out. And he goes, no, it hurts. So he was, he had to poop, but he didn't want to let it out yeah. because it was so hot. The hot chips, man. Those hot chips will get you. Um, and, you know, sometimes, like, I've never done one of those. I've never done one of those. Uh, bu- 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 what are the the Tia, the, the Tia hot chips or whatever? Tiki's? Maybe. It just comes in like one. Takis? Takis. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yes, the Taki hot chip. I've those never done one of those. You've never done one. Like I've it's like a drug. N- yeah. Dude, never taken a hit of one of those. <laughs> I've never taken a hit of one of these Taki chips. <laughs> Tell you what. But I've seen some people kinda kinda hit their knees on those. And those like man, I've seen some people have some really bad reactions to my my stuff. daughter eats the fuego. So like it's like the extra, extra hot. It's How called, old is she? She's thirteen. Uh, are you talking about the uh, one chip? Yeah, it comes in a. Pa- it comes just in one bag, and it's like a. It's like it's oh, a, the it's, ghost pepper. It's P A Q U I. Yeah, Packy, that's different. Pocky, that's right. Uh, Takis are are also a chip. Oh, are they? And, and they're, it's T A K I S, I think, or something. Oh yeah, no, not those. Like, Pocky, like that's, that's right. That's right. The Fuego yeah. was hot. It was. It's hotter than the flaming hot. Well, chips. maybe I, maybe maybe it would be better than I thought. I've just seen some people really uh, but the, bite the dust on those. What what you're talking about? That one, the the chip of death that is a whole nother level i'll take I a don't star understand of death. that like i don't understand why someone would want to like 
let me put the hottest thing in my mouth. Like you yeah. literally just like being hurt. You cannot feel your mouth. So I did a very small because I just wanted to feel what it and where I put the chip. I had no feeling on my tongue for the rest of the day. It was oh, insane. That's not enjoyable. Yeah. That's not, not at all. enjoyable. Could me. you imagine that going down your throat? I mean, yeah. just it 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 would feel like hot iron going down your esophagus. Yeah, I don't I don't. Get that's that. that's one of those things, right? That could only be entertaining watching someone else do Mm -hmm. like the person who does that on film is doing it because they want the views you know what i mean like that's what unless you're unless you're that one guy that that just like you should you should watch somebody eat the hot chip and just start roasting them for being a dumbass. Well, I like also have this habit of chugging a one sauce. So I was like, oh, maybe he's like talking about like a new condiment that I could chug. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. Uh, if you did hot sauce, that I, I don't know. I think my next like one's Frank's? gonna be balsamic vinegar. I would probably do. Frank's, Ooh, balsamic. Yeah. Oh, dude. I Frank's could chug all balsamic day. vinegar. What? Vinegar. Yeah. Oh, I gotta see this. I mean, I'll, I love I'll, sauce. I'll throw 10, 15 bucks down for a shot of balsamic vinegar. You got any balsamic vinegar in there? I'll do it right now. Uh, I don't even know <laughs> what we have in this house. <laughs> I mean, it's it's one of those things like, uh, like, do, do you consider ranch a sauce? A lot of people consider ranch a sauce. Ooh, I mean, be you're a from good Indiana, one. so obviously it is. Uh, <laughs> I should drink a bottle of ranch. Yeah. That's thick. I'm very un-Indiana. I don't love ranch. I would, for a dare, if someone was going to pay me, for sure, I'd yeah. drink that whole bottle. But that's not the uh, Arby sauce. Mm. Oh my god! Give me oh, every. Yeah. I'm always like, can I get extra? I don't know why they're so stingy. That's the there. horseradish one, right? No, no it's like the. It, it's like a barbecue. Yeah, oh, I'm thinking horsey like sauce. Barbe- never yeah. mind. But it's like it's it's like extra tangy. They're like the opposite of Taco Bell. If you ask for one sauce at Taco Bell, they give you like 45. <laughs> and then an yeah. Arby sauce, like Arby's, I'm like, can I get seven Arby sauces? They're like, here's one and picking, a half. Picking, they're like <laughs> picking them out one at a time. I'm like, just grab a handful. Yeah. I want them all. <laughs> we yeah. just we just went there the other day, and it, it really is like that. It's, and then and then and then both uh, all three of my, my wife and my two kids got a chicken sandwich with mayonnaise and it was literally like a thimble of mayonnaise. It was I'm I'm not shitting you. It was like this small on the bun. Yeah. And it was just the I manager don't, I don't of Arby's it. must just be like, that's where we lose all of our inventory is <laughs> yeah. in sauce. Do not give it out. Absolutely. Arby's only has so much of it. <laughs> it, it it might be worth something someday. Hold on to some of it. Got to miss Trunchbull smacking their hands with the ruler every time they put too much sauce on. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's a that's you know eating those chips and stuff like that. Like like that really you know is one of those things that that can only be for the entertainment value. I don't really I can't imagine anyone who does that for fun. Now I really enjoy horseradish in fact there are some points where i just love saint elmo's mm-hmm. cocktail sauce so Holy much shit dude i love that i can it's eat it with good. a spoon i can oh, eat that God. with a what? spoon do you not get like the head no the head i do headache? i do but like i kind of enjoy the pain oh, from it. like it's a weird pain, sadistic thing. it's a weird sadistic you like thing. getting beat having sex don't you? no i mean uh, it, it it would it depends is it, a, is it a club in the back of the head or in the forehead no it's uh, <laughs> Are we talking about the St. Elmo's? <laughs> um, no, the, uh, the, the, yeah, it's a really, it, you know, we all know it's that sharp pain right there. Your eyes start watering, but it actually does have a positive effect. Uh, if you have, uh, clogged sinuses, yeah. oh, for sure. I, I have, I have gotten, you know, a big bowl of that and like some shrimp and just big gone to bowl town. Of horseradish. Absolutely. Uh, good friend of the show, AP, um, his dad took him there after he had sinus surgery <gasps> and didn't. And then and mess with him and had a, he, he he never ate Selmos before. Oh my god! So he ate it. 
Oh like, my god, he's like fucked cou- up. couldn't breathe. Yeah, like he was just beyond himself. And uh, I thought that because I've had it too. First time I had, it, I was like, wow, I can. It cleared out my whole yeah. exactly. I I gave it a big old dunk. It was it was rough. I I barely was able to, but it was so good at the same time though. That's the that's yeah. everyone's like favorite like fun joke though. Like especially like rich white people, they're like, <laughs> yeah. okay, yeah. they're like, don't tell them, don't tell them what it is. Yeah, time to pull out the Saint Elmo's. <laughs> We're gonna get Richard this year. Yeah, yeah that's, that's totally what. That's a perfect, perfect. That's actually where I got it. That's the first time I had it. Yes. Was with my ex's. Uh, oh, that's even my, my in-laws friends, and they're like, "You've never had Saint Elmo." Moses like no they're like don't tell him don't tell yeah, him Mike, don't tell, Mike, nobody tell him nobody tell him yeah. you're like you're Mike, about to eat it you're like Mike, what's gonna shut happen your to mouth me? shut your mouth Mike <laughs> yeah <laughs> Mike don't you you always ruin this shit damn it you son of a bitch no um <laughs> you're too premature you ask him how it tastes like shut up <laughs> I mean I know I'm a big guy but I don't like to sweat when I'm eating I mean like it's bad enough if you're big and then you're eating you're like wiping like this away from your face yeah, I just don't know if that's like enjoy- how do you it, well actually it's not I, enjoyable I have no, never no. sweat from food I have a friend when we go eat Indian food he is just bullets <laughs> going down his face and I'm like man you alright man He's like, dude, this is the best stuff I ever ate. Yeah. I'm like, it doesn't time. look like it looks like about yeah. to have a heart failure or something. It's, yeah, because it's one of those things that when you come out on the other side and you finally get the flavor of it, you're like, ah. Yeah. The yeah. pain was worth it. The only time I ever sweat is if I eat something so hot and my esophagus is like, you know you're not supposed to eat this. Yeah. Because I have GERD. And if you eat it. Oh, yeah. And no one tells you that it's real spicy. And then you're, and then all of a sudden my body starts to have a little bit of anxiety because like, oh, bro, I can't breathe. Because it'll just set my chest on fire. For sure. It's not fun when people don't tell you. I'm pretty sure I have GERDs. Because I've been having that stuff happen to me. And I just ate a... Uh... Okay, are we going to have a pulled pulled muscle in the feet situation no, here? No. Are you right. self-diagnosing yourself again? No, I am not. I am going... Okay, maybe I am. But, okay, yeah. But I'm going by Google examples. Can we what GERDs are? I'm so GERD, so there's, all right, so I have it. I've been, I've been through the actual test of oh, 19 years ago. we don't need Google. So. We have a <laughs> so, absolutely. Well, celebrity I guest here. I was in the ER last Sunday. That's why. Yeah. Um, oh, and what it is is. <laughs> I'm just making fun of you. I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> it, it has no effect on me. But it basically, that's why a lot of people go to the hospital with chest pains that are not heart attacks because it's GERD. Because it's, it's actually indigestion, but you don't have the heartburn. It's like a chest pain, right? Real sharp chest pain. Heart hurts to breathe. Mm-hmm. So that's what GERD is. It's different than just having that normal heartburn. Yeah. I, I also heard that it, it feels <clears throat> like you have something stuck in your throat. Do you have that? Like, does it ever feel like there's something like stuck in your throat? They say that it's like the acid <laughs> coming up. No, that's, that's like in your esophagus. That's, that's actually just heartburn. Because because heartburn actually, if you lay a certain way, will actually come to your throat. Most people that have heartburn really bad, they're flapping their stomachs not closed, so it's actually open. So when you lay a certain way, the acid comes up. Well, that makes sense. Well, maybe I that's mean, what it is. Thank God you have one of those beds that the back comes up and like the legs come up. He's got one of those yeah. weird Iron Man. Does it beds. vibrate? It does. Oh <laughs> no. my God! So like, I'm totally telling one of my jokes right now, but so my nephew has one of those vibrating beds. <sighs> And I didn't know this, and I had to, like, sleep with him when I was um, at my family's house for Christmas. And he's like, I'm going to turn the bed on. And I was like, what? You're going to turn it on? Like, 
and he goes and he turns it on and it's vibrating. And I was like, look, we're going to have to turn that off. Yeah, that's, that's, we can't. And he was like, you don't like it? And I was like, yeah, I do. Like a lot. <laughs> like a whole lot. Like, please turn it off. I don't know the legality issues of me accidentally having an orgasm. I don't know right the now. rules here. <laughs> like, oh, that yeah, is fantastic. I don't know the rules. So hold what? on. How old is this kid? Because I'm eight. fucking 35, 32 years old and I just got one of these things. He's eight, but he's also very spoiled. My, my parents are. My I parents got a, raised him and I got a good deal on that bed and I didn't I didn't pay what like uh you know like a Serta or whatever cuz those if I wouldn't have got it from where I got it from it would have been at least 4 or 5 grand for the frame and the mattress. Yeah, you know, he he gets what he wants. Damn, that's crazy. He wants a vibrating bed from but the seventies. He t- gets a vibrating bed I, from the seventies. I'm at hilarious. I matched everything to like the price of my first car, and he's like, yeah. "Oh, it's like four or five grand, maybe." It's like my first car was like eight hundred dollars. Yeah. And then he's over here talking about a bed that massages you and vibrates you. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's nuts. Like I did not pay. It won't stop near you. Five grand. It won't stop what you from you getting divorced. Vi- like as, as a as a bed owner of it, what do you use the vibrating thing for? <laughs> So it's actually for lactic acid that builds up in your muscles. You know the um, platforms you can stand on that vibrate you? Oh, yeah. That it, it's supposed to break down the lactic acid that's, that's in your muscles and causes soreness and muscle aches and cramps. And <laughs> I, th- I, like I think they just women, have a creative like, team. Yeah. I, just, I just thought yeah. it was for women whose husband's <laughs> been cheating constantly. I mean, it would definitely work or, if you had it on high, for sure. <laughs> or they're very unattractive to their husband anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, my wife doesn't like it on high, so I know that's not it. <laughs> I mean, it's Nick, it's, go sleep on the couch now. <laughs> yeah, we're turning the bed on. Don't you got some work to go do? Some, <laughs> or she does like it a lot. <laughs> She's like, oh, I don't like that. Yeah, oh, I don't you like do that one. You do it just fine without the bed. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's like in like that was one of those it, like like you hit the nail on the head. My first thought when I hear about that is like and first of all let me talk about the the temptation it was not to hit that button when i house sat for him last uh when he was in uh florida uh i that, that bed is so fucking comfortable but like i'm just like nah i can't hit that button i just can't because i felt like i was crossing the line i'm like nah i can't be doing that <laughs> all right so I what's, mean, what's nah. worse he would have hit the button or he blew up your toilets which one's worse? Oh, definitely blowing the toilets up. see you could have hit the button for sure well, well, yeah, but like you I don't can't have do both. A, I mean, you don't have a vagina. That's the mean. Well, they, I mean, I mean that doesn't although, mean that, that mean that shit doesn't <laughs> seem enjoyable. Shit. <laughs> although I do turn over every now and then. <laughs> so he Lay just gets some belly time. He just gets some belly time. Lamps. Wasn't you? Wasn't, I can just imagine wasn't just you like the one talking about belly time for adults? Yeah, there was a guy on TikTok. Like, uh, you know, say whatever you will about TikTok. I really, I actually don't have the TikTok app. So like the TikTok I see through Instagram. It's got some funny shit on. But yeah, this, uh, but this guy <laughs> was a uh, spine doctor, and he said that for anyone that sits at a desk a lot or just does a lot of homework or for whatever just gets hunched over and doesn't have good posture at the end of the day like a kid on the you know their stomach with a ipad or whatever it's good to maybe get on your bed or the floor of your living room or whatever and like you know some people who do yoga can do you know uh i guess i don't know exactly the name of the position position where you're flat and you're like yeah exactly and so so you can do that or if if you're just the average person you can kind of lay there and just kind of 
you know, get some inversion in your back and, you know, some belly time, if you will. You do the Superman exercise. Sure. Too. Yeah, absolutely. Shit hurts. Or or if you it. or if you just want to chill, then you can like, you know, just, you know, lay on your stomach, and get on your phone for a few minutes. You know, just something to get some sort of inversion flexing in the back is what he was suggesting. What he's uh, really saying is we can act like little babies. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I'd go shitting in my pants and like saying gaga goo goo, but like I might lay on my stomach and rub my phone for a little bit. He's, <laughs> he's done it before. Don't let I mean, you. we all got to get through college somehow. Um, that video <laughs> will not be found. I own the only copy. Uh, but no, um, it's uh, let's see. I'm trying to I'm trying to transition out of that. I don't know why that just popped into my head. Is like ah, you thought on yourself. I did. Um, he paid me to do it, and it was like a whole thing. No. Um, so let's talk a little bit uh, about. Um, let's transition back to comedy a little bit here, because uh, we apparently I broke that Roman in that last statement. But um, so, what what do you have? Do you have anything like immediately coming up outside of the roast, or or do we'll let people know what's what's coming up? I know you're uh, well. Actually, you're coming into Kennel Top uh, on April the seventh. Uh, I can't believe yeah. I didn't mention that earlier. I'll need to <laughs> I, I, I'll need to do a show uh, a show plug or something to put on the top of the show. But um, but yeah, no, you're coming into Anderson on the seventh, right? And uh, uh, we got a uh, fun show lined up. I mean, we actually have some uh, regulars that are going to be coming out um, and hosting that. In fact, I might actually be hosting that one. Um, but yeah, we're excited to get you in back into Anderson and, and doing a set. Um, what, do, do you have any like? Um, do you have a, like maybe a writing goal that you want to hit for this year? Like, do you have any like? Are you just waiting for things to kind of come back and get steady again, or how's? For sure. Um, I actually I started producing a show. Like I did the first one this past Thursday. At oh, very cool. World of Beer on Mass Ave in their basement. Dope. It's very intimate. It's very small. Um, we sold thirty tickets, and it was like we could not fit more than thirty people yeah. in there. No chance. Absolutely. But like, I kind of like that intimate comedy where Definitely. it's just like you can see their faces, and you have to like stare at them to make them laugh. Like, mm-hmm. um, so Joey Bender, I don't know if you know him, mm-hmm. and myself, um, we're just like at World of Beer one night, and Ash- my friend Ashley bartends there, and she's like, "Just put a show on in the basement," and I was like, "Oh yeah, no problem, we'll do that." And then once. And I'm sure as a producer, you thought this too. I was like, oh yeah, we'll just get some lawn chairs and set up a mic. And it was so much more than that. It was like, oh, these tables aren't set up to like face a stage. And this mic and these speakers have to be a certain distance from Like it was just so much more. And I was so stressed about producing it that like yeah. I didn't even write a set like I was literally I sat down like 15 minutes before and I was like oh my god I don't have a comedy set I didn't even think about that like I have to tell jokes yeah. too oh for sure and and that's one of the reasons why I like uh, one of the reasons why I stopped um, are you guys getting a buzz in your headphones as well that might just be my headphone I'm getting a little buzz on my radio that's alright I'll pull it back a little bit um, but th- that's one of the reasons why I stopped putting myself in a lot of the middles of lineups that, that I was on for that very reason is because, um, you know, when, when, um, when I'm putting on a show like that, I, uh, you know, um, get into the same mode where I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm more concerned about making sure that everyone's seated and in a good spot to, to, you know, be the, be the best audience they can be and have the best experience they can have. Um, and so, yeah, no, I, I had a few shows at the, at the jump off where I'm like, you know what? Um, I'm, I am probably, uh, definitely going to book myself on every show that I'm in. But then at the same time, I'm like, I don't need that extra layer. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so is that going to be a regular show? 
Uh, I didn't think so, but after like how well it went over and like yeah. once we really figured it out and like shout out to Tyson Cox, who I'm roasting, was so kind to me, like yeah. um, came and like showed me how to like set everything up because he's like a comedy dad, like just <laughs> he really is really helped me. Um, and he was just on the show, like didn't have to show up early or anything and help me figure out like the logistics of how to do it. I want to do it regularly. I think it'd probably be like every other month. Um, just for my sanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and Joey is, is great and he sold a lot of tickets, but I am just one of those people I have to do everything on my own. So, uh, I felt like it was a lot just on my own. So I don't think that I'll do it like super often, but yeah. I did. It was a thrill. Yeah. It was a different kind of thrill. For sure. To like produce a show and watch it like the end of it, like, Oh, I did that. Yeah, like, and then people these... tell you that they had fun there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a cool feeling. There's, there, yeah. there's a thing about that intimate comedy because I've been to a few comedy... Uh, I've been to one intimate comedy setting and it was Getting Dug With High. Or no, wait, it was... Um, it, he um, he has a movie. I, I think it was the movie show that we went to in Colorado. Oh, yeah. We we, we went to Comedy Works and saw yeah. um, uh, uh, Doug Loves Movies. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. We saw a taping of Doug Loves Movies. And it was like super intimate. It, it I mean, I guess it, it wasn't quite as big as Helium, um, but I didn't. there was one thing I didn't like about Helium. If you sat too far back, you can't really hear anything because of yeah. where the speakers are. And um, but that intimate feeling, though, it, it does give a different aspect to comedy. We, we went and saw Chris D'Elia <laughs> before we knew that he was a, <laughs> you know, a, a real yeah. D'Elia. Yeah. Um, <laughs> His last name's a verb. That's funny. Go ahead. Um, and, and he's he's funny. He, it, it was a good show. But I just I still think my my favorite comedy show was the uh, Doug Loves Movie Show. It was being really intimate. Yeah. yeah. Have yeah. you ever been to the upstairs room at Helium? I've been up there a couple I of times. So. It's a really cool spot. It's I've a, done a couple of shows up there, and it's like it's so small. It just feels like you're in a little dungeon, and like laughs are just bouncing off of the wall. And I'm like, I am so funny. And then the next mm-hmm. day, I'll go downstairs and do it. I'm like, oh, I'm just yeah, kidding. yeah. The <laughs> same amount of people in the main room at Helium yeah. does not sound quite the not same not at all um it's and and joe joe rogan says that he likes the smaller i he, love he does big crowds obviously but he said he likes the smaller it so. does Absolutely. not bother me to like stare someone right in the eyes and do comedy like yeah. as long as i have a microphone i will just stare at someone and do I, I would do it for one person like who's that comic she did it like just for her cats oh my god she's an odd little comic maria bamford yes yes she did a show she did one of her specials only for her cats and then one of our specials only for her parents like her cats were her, were her audience yes yeah oh that is hilarious yeah <laughs> and and i actually uh was lucky enough to see maria bamford at uh helium um when she was in town and yeah. she's just a she's just a treat if yeah. you get a chance to go see maria bamford go do it um so let what is um so 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 you've got you know the 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 kind of producer bug now which is cool because um the the fact that you got like you know one under your belt there's so much that comes out of out of learning your first show um and uh uh i think that um you know if if it's something that you that you want to do which it sounds like you kind of kind of caught a little bug for it i think yeah go for Go for gold. That's awesome. I think that's super cool. Like, in 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 a market like indie, it's really easy to 
be like, you know, and, and acknowledge all the, all the, like, we've got a, you know, red flag thing over there. We've got, you know, our right. friends over at Let's Comedy. We've got, you know, um, just so many cool and amazing producers and, you know, the stuff that Brad Riggler puts on right. um, and, and so on and so forth. And I'm probably forgetting some people, but, and especially as things start to open up, I think that we're going to see this, this kind of this overcorrection that, that we were forced to have when COVID first happened. I think people are going to choose to have an overcorrection the other way. Yeah. And I think there's going to be this demand for, you know, potentially, um, you know, uh, obviously helium's, helium's going to have something going on. Crackers is probably going to have something going on. There's no reason that three or four other spots around the greater Indianapolis area, you know, uh, can't have some cool stuff going on. And I think that's awesome. Sure. Um, Unless and, Florida fucks it up for everybody. <laughs> well, I mean. Just Miami. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Miami, actually. <laughs> so. um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I, think, uh, I think that's awesome. That's super cool. I didn't realize that that was something you had going on. Hell yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so uh where are we at, BJ? How much time are we at? We're right at one? Fuck yeah, dude. I'm back you on it. Again, like yeah, I was off I was off last week because of daylight savings time. Like I didn't realize that it was a thing, but now we're 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 popping on all cylinders. Um so we're gonna start to wrap up the show just a little bit. But one thing that uh um I wanted to ask you is is did you have a conspiracy theory that, that you that you found interesting or something that you wanted to talk about? man i have like okay i'm gonna let you guys decide which one we want to talk about because there's like the most common one not most common but like did we actually land on the moon okay uh i like that one um and then the most recent one that i've heard is that the vaccine is actually to make women infertile oh shit so it it's for population control you could say women and and, and men honestly yeah, yeah true yeah. true yeah yeah j- j- just an infertility yeah, thing it's an infertility thing to um force population control that's like oh, some shit. handmade tells right there well yeah. that i yeah. i feel like i'm i feel like i saw a plot similar to that in a movie or tv show or something recently I think John Cusack was in it, but it sort of had a same sort of timeline where, where same sort of situation where a virus or a contagion or whatever pops up in humanity and they have a van and they have a uh, vaccine. vaccine and they, you know, are pushing everyone to get it. <coughs> Pardon me. And, um, uh, you know, yeah. And, and that's what the guy says is that's population control. And I think that, yeah, I don't know. That would be, that would be insane. And that's not one that I've heard. Um, huge, but I mean, but coming off COVID, where we we've talked about where COVID did not kill off enough old people, and yeah. we're not being funny with that because yeah. the way the currency is going is like we all use our phone to pay for everything, yeah. right? We don't actually use cash, so everything can be digital right. or crypto, right? So it didn't work. So what's another way to do it? Vaccine, next, you know, side effect. Yeah, you know, we can't, fertility. you know, p- fertility. And like, what happens if everyone is infertile though? Like, that's just it. That's the end. I just feel like there's gonna be one person, like some yeah. hillbilly redneck, that was like, oh, "I never got the vaccine," <laughs> yeah. and then now we just have fucking rednecks <laughs> running around again. Just like, a bunch of, you're gonna, just a bunch you're gonna get a, bu- a bunch of yeah. dudes gonna listen to the show and be like, "Fucking, I ain't getting it now. <laughs> I might get finally get some action." <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, no, that's that's crazy. Or it, it could potentially be the inverse. What if what what if you know um, the vaccine uh, is to like stop some other you know fucking uh, event that like the happening or something, um, but not like you know you breathe in the air and you want to kill yourself, but like um, you know for something that's airborne that maybe I don't know maybe the the vaccine is like a way to 
Well, I, know, stop. I, I, I was just about to say the vaccine could be a way to stop you from getting a virus, and I would stop myself from saying that because it was going to be fucking idiotic well, coming thank, out of my thank mouth. You, thank you for I sharing mean, that. So, that, by is, definition, that is what they're stopping. They are stopping an airborne illness. Um, yeah. So that was a good point yeah. uh, we made there. Good job, buddy. Oh, my gosh. As soon as I kept talking, I'm like, I'm literally describing what it's supposed to be. Even though this is the most confusing disease or virus i've ever seen in my life yeah and that's one thing. i worked in public every day for a year since it's happened yeah and i've been out a and lot my, you my know wife what i mean like to, yeah my kids still hosting school. trivia like back i mean that's our nobody in this house got off, it. but but the, all our friends that stayed at home and didn't go anywhere they got it i was yeah. just like it's the most confusing thing ever and that's, i feel like it's I'll, a lot about immunity as well like and and it uh, not to get like political about this at all yeah. but like it was like there are certain people that it's going to affect you know like for me like it sucked to get it and i like wouldn't recommend it i would not wish it upon somebody but i was like it wasn't that bad like yeah Yeah. i've I've heard that blood types have have an effect because i wonder because my mom was 63 and just awful health like she was a pregnant and she she worked at dollar tree every day in the public and didn't get it and it was, you know, because I was like, Mom, you can't go to work. Like, when it first happened, she gave me the speech about, you know, walking in some blizzard in the 70s or whatever, <laughs> being pregnant. And I just like, whatever, Mom. Yeah. Well, it's, it, it's, it's weird, too, because my grandpa had it. He smoked cigars. He caught pneumonia while he had it. And he still survived. Uh, you know, this is why a lot of, a lot of um, I don't want to say specialists, but um, specifically a biology PhD, uh, Weinstein or Weinstein. I can't remember. I can't remember what his Brett oh, Weinstein. Oh, Brett Weinstein. Yeah. And and his and his wife. Um, well, actually, just him. Evolutionary biologists, I believe they are. Yeah. Um, but he said that he like it's not crazy to think that this was a created in a lab somewhere because it does seem to have an effect on certain people. It does seem to only want to attack certain people. And then he said. Also, the the vaccine, the way that they have to make the vaccine is synthetic because of how when when covid gets into your body, there's like a threshold it has to pass in order for you to create antibodies and your body doesn't allow covid to get past that threshold, even if you get it um, or I'm sorry, if you get it like really bad, you'll get you'll have the antibodies. But if you're like kind of sick and it kind of goes away they say that that is that's that threshold blocker that's doing it but this but the synthetic um version of it can bypass that threshold and it allows you to make antibodies and from what i i heard this um on isaac weishaupt's podcast and he was replaying it because it was a episode about the vaccine yeah um and they recommended to wait for a vaccine that was more natural because they don't they've never had they had never dealt with something at this level and and how big it was and giving everybody this synthetic i always vaccine. love how people are always like oh the vaccine isn't natural and they're like drinking diet coke i'm like yeah. okay like yeah. as americans we yeah put 90 percent of the stuff we put into our body is not natural like absolutely the vaccine is the least of your worries like as far as i'm concerned like sure we're we already put terrible shit into our body all absolutely the time, every day yeah. like the air is so polluted like I think about how, like, if an alien came to Earth, how bad Earth probably smells. Oh, yeah. Like, we are all just rotting. There's so much trash here. Yep. 
it's gross. Yeah, the, the, the like a we good live point. in a gross world, and there's so much, and, and just general like the sulfur smell of our planet, just like that's the inside of the planet coming out. Let alone all the shit on the but surface. But the problem right. is sometimes they keep laying in like Kansas and stuff. They're like, wow, this is pretty nice, and then they haven't <laughs> been to like our cities yet. Yeah, <laughs> they keep telling your leaders like, no, it's great, it's it's yeah. beautiful, whatever in the sky, yeah. and they're like, all right, let's check out the next city. They go to L.A. or New York. Yeah, well, they tried to go to China, but they can't find it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's no, yeah, it's, it's just a big cloud over it. Um, <laughs> Um, but uh, sorry, Nick, we must stop Asian hate. Um, no, it just made me laugh. She's like about Asian all hate. the things that are unnatural in our that body. And I just see someone eating a cheesy gordita crunch. We're like, you know, that vaccine, you know, it's yeah. not natural. Right. Like you're realizing you're eating not even really meat right now. Yeah. Anybody you're telling so many hormones <laughs> and stuff in that. Like, oh, absolutely. While smoking a cigarette and drinking a beer. They're like, I'm not putting that vaccine into my body. I'm yeah. like, okay, Billy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like, so I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna be one of those people that holds out until, like, I, I think, I think the writing's on the wall that a, that a, you know, um, vaccine passport is gonna be a thing. I mean, President Biden already said that they are going to issue further guidance on what we can and cannot do once vaccinated and it's like that's kind of some scary shit to hear from any president i don't care what, what party they're on but and like it, and that's why wrestlemania tickets i know this is weird but that's yeah. a huge billion dollar event for them almost that's oh, why they're waiting for those guidelines before they even go to sell tickets yeah because they're waiting to see because it's in florida and they're waiting to see how many how many tickets they actually can sell yeah and like, i mean like to go there live because they're not letting i didn't think they yeah, had any they're gonna let them. up the well it's in uh they're doing a ufc in jacksonville with like fifteen thousand people next but week they're, but they're doing in um forty-five thousand stadium that holds like 80 so they're doing mm. half capacity yeah um and it's like you know i i i, I honestly if it comes down to getting the vaccine like I my problem with the vaccine obviously like I clearly don't have an issue with putting uh, bad shit in me but like (laughs) and shit that's not great however uh, I just for me it's a trust issue you know what I mean like McDonald's doesn't hide the fact that their shit's nasty you know what I mean like I know that that shit's bad for me when it goes in me like I know that you know drinking soda is bad I know that you know um, enjoying a cigar or drinking too much is bad for me and I understand that and they're not trying to hide that from me but like I don't know like like I just have a weird you know thing with 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 big pharma and maybe that's me being a conspiracy theorist and I'm not saying I'm never going to get the vaccine because you know at the end of the day if, if it re- if it requires getting it to be able to you know live my life that kind of sucks but at the same time you know what I mean I'm not too proud I'm going to die at some point. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things. I'll Um, probably get it. I don't care. I mean, if it makes me infertile, I mean, that's... Blessing, yeah, I mean, that, honestly, for most yeah. people, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's and, and what's kind of fucked up is is I think that a lot of people in our generation are kind of going that way and, and are kind of seeing that that sort of that's that needs to be something that's acknowledged publicly and it has been a lot, you know, that we are just so severely overpopulated. Does that mean we need to pull the Georgia Guidestone out and like, you know, off re- reduce the population to what eighty million or something I like that? It was five hundred. I think it was like 500,000. Was it 500,000? Something stupid. It was a crazy number. Yeah, yeah. It it, it would require reducing the population. Yeah, to like 500,000 people that like, you know, from a country of 300 million would require a a, a massive situation. But I, I don't think that's the case. I think enough people, two or three generations that are educated about, you know, reproduction 
is going to be able to fix that because you know uh, we see what happens when you tell an entire generation to have as many babies as they can yeah. at one time. You know what I mean? Like they do it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they get it. They done. do it hard. It's very easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It yeah. really takes. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, only thing you don't have to have a test, to, a license to do. Yeah, which is interesting. Uh, there's still been my conspiracy theory yeah. constantly. Yeah. You have to have a license for every, to sell real estate. Yeah, to fish. Yeah, yeah, you have to license, well, the, license fish. the fish. I'm going deep sea fishing, and it was like you have you have to get a license to go deep sea fishing even though you're with somebody that has a license and i'm not going through a class before i go deep sea fishing yeah. like they're going to show me a or couple just, things. or even just be to certified serve, to serve you have to yeah. have a license to serve yeah. i'm like to what wait ta- yeah to yeah. wait tables yeah mm-hmm. and then also food like um so like if we want to do it where i work if we want to do a, like a cookout like you have to have the certification like if i get caught like i'm not certified to do it then we get in trouble for it yeah but you can just keep having kids yeah just keep popping them out and then you and then in some places you get to you know get money from the government you get a wild and wonderful white to west virginia sort of situation they going come on. in and they Damn, c- that's not a bad idea you have to be licensed to have kids i i agree i have i have two kids like i said is we went to parenting class or whatever and i thought is this it this all this all we have to do yeah <laughs> and what's so there's so many weird questions around that that like i can compl- i don't disagree like i definitely think that there needs to be some sort of competency you know uh uh evaluation at least at you know when you're when you're in the doctor and you find out that you're you know, uh, but not everyone finds out they're pregnant at the doctor, unfortunately. But like, um, you know, it's 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 th- there's so many weird lines to cross there that <laughs> How I don't terrible know. Terrible would that be? They were just like, oh, you got a 17 on your ACT. We gave you. All right, lay down. <laughs> we gotta suck this baby out. Like, that'd be so terrible. Oh, that, that would in front be of everybody oh too. God. Just come out to the, yeah, just yeah. come out to the lobby. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry, Sally. Yeah. Or like I'm dumb. It. I'm dumb. I didn't know. Like <laughs> I had no idea I was this dumb. Or send them to the state that no one lives in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just like ship them to South Dakota and, and just North like, Dakota. Hey, you can't hurt yeah. anyone oh out here. Yeah, it just snows half the time. Yeah. So I know, know you're not going to send them out there. Yeah. But that's and how hills have eyes started. Because so they're going to do that. Most of them are going to have to be good with their hands. Let's, let's just not yeah, lie about I it. I mean, and you I know, it's 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 one of those things where like maybe they have a super smart mom. But she just straight up hooked up with like some Dalmatian of a dude somewhere, <laughs> and like you know, uh, you know, and, and and sure, mom's gonna be great, but you know, you need to, you need to keep dad out of the picture. Like, what do you give him like a grand and tell him to go away? I don't know. I like, don't know. like, like you know, maybe we need to step in and start controlling. We need I to start like controlling is, this shit. That's what child support is. You, yeah. You're bringing up a lot of good points that are already oh, already things. things. God damn it. Yes, that I am, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> Actually, that'd be getting off easy. Just charging him a grand to go away. Yeah, no, that's that's getting off easy. Yeah, um, it's like a million dollar kid now, from the age of the time they're born until they eighteen. It's a yeah. million dollars. Read that. I tell yeah. my kids constantly. This is why we don't have. I was like, you know what kind of house I could have if I didn't have you three. Oh it's man, like, you know where I would be at right now. Yeah, and they're like, Dad, I, you love us, and I was like, spend sixty dollars every time I go out to eat. <laughs> it used to be like twenty. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I, and like I also like, love an in-ground pool, but yes. yeah. here we are. <laughs> yeah, I also think I would love to travel a bit. You yeah. know what I mean? It's one of those. Things. I never got to backpack through Europe. Yeah, yeah. What? You, uh, yeah. I, so, so we named you Europe. That's where we're at. You know what I mean? You get to back through ev- backpack through everywhere every she day. She couldn't afford a car, so she named her daughter Alexis. Alexis. 
<laughs> Kanye West. Yes. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, oh, and, is that from Gold Digger? And, and they're getting divorced. So no, that's when it's called when it all falls down. Mm-hmm. Ah, gotcha. Um, Stacey Dash is in the video. Okay. Oh, is that the one from, uh, she's the one from Clueless, right? Yeah, and she's the gotcha. one that just apologized for going all crazy right-wing political. Oh, that's right. She like I guess she had an apology. Like, you don't have to apologize. Yeah, I, I, don't really, I didn't really know much about that, but I seem to remember hearing something about that. Um, but yeah, I think we're going to go ahead and start to wrap up here a little bit, but I do want to touch on your, uh, your other conspiracy theory talking about uh, did Fake. we go to the moon or not? I think we went to the moon. I think the footage that we saw is not real. Really? I, I, I think that there was definitely I think there was definitely a launch and I think that if if we successfully got to the moon, it was not what we saw because yeah. you can't Nixon couldn't call the moon from a phone like he did in those yeah, videos and those, it's like and like the flag waving. Yeah, there's like yeah. there's no wind in space. It's just there's no gravity or anything. So like the flag should have never been yeah. moving back and forth. So that's my conspiracy theory where I'm like, we didn't go to the moon. I don't think we went to the moon. Yeah, I I, I think, think that we just wanted to beat Europe and we wanted to say, Hey, we did it. So we like took some pictures with some green screens. Like this is like before yeah. like people could really figure out photoshop yeah uh like knew it was photoshopped and we just took some pictures and well look at the movies that they had back then and people like my grandpa he swore that uh what was that that alien show that came out like in the 60s (sighs) was it um fourth and third encounters oh Oh, yeah close encounter close encounters yeah everybody that like was born in like like our age in that era they were like oh my god that looks fantastic like when we watch a movie now like transformers we're like holy shit how did they get that like that's how they felt with close encounters and yeah. like you could see the strings and shit hanging yeah like from the spaceships or and like, like old scary movies yeah oh you're yeah like this used to scare people it's it's yeah, not this hard. Is definitely someone in a suit and yeah and the government back then they had technology they had green screen technology they had stuff like that that people didn't know about that's what the right. military does um so i do, i think there's two possibilities it's one we went and the footage was fake um but the other one is that we did not go and they just they, they faked all of it yeah and we there are facilities so large that are underground i mean the large what would be the colliders. point of doing fake footage though because they wanted to beat russia yeah, yeah. it's a bit it, it was but more like, a political race than anything like what what would stop them from getting real footage then uh mainly being that the film itself would become demagnetized when you came back through the kuiper belt it, when you uh, the way that they say that it happened and they, you know, swung back around the moon to, you know, uh, slingshot themselves back towards Earth, they'd be going through a very thin layer of like high radiation, I believe, called the Kuiper Belt um, that would just completely demagnetize any camera with film or anything that would have like that sort of footage on it. Because back then they, you know, they weren't able to send anything. Um, you know, that sounds like they didn't go. I am kind of, yeah. That's what I'm, that's what yeah. I lean more towards. Words, but it was yeah, possible. or at least that, that the footage, or, or or at least that the footage was fake. Because I think the footage definitely was a political play, like the whole having you know Nixon p- call on the phone, which would never fucking be able to do. And like, it, there's even f- video of people at NASA, like within the last like five or ten years, that said we currently like 
would have a hard time getting to the moon right now with strictly NASA um, exactly like if, technology. It, if you did it in the seventies, why has no one ever gone back? Yeah, and yeah. why are I we going it, to Mars now? Yeah, I get it. There's not a lot up there. Like we found it, and we're like, well, it's a big rock. Yeah, um, or maybe there was a lot up there, and that that would have been a reason for them to not uh, have real footage to fake the footage if they did go. And <clears throat> so, like people believed on the dark side of the moon that we don't see i guess there's bait there's military bases and there's um other things like s- experiments and stuff that they're really? doing i i don't have much information i don't on believe that, that but one so much yeah. that's what that's what some people believe there um, was th- there was one astronaut i cannot remember his name um you might be able to look it up bj or you can look it up on your own at home um someone on their deathbed said that the reason we haven't gone back to the moon is because we were told not to because when the when slingshotting around the moon they looked down at the back of the dark side of the moon and realized um, that, that, yeah, it looked like cities and there were like moving lights and it looked like shit down there and that, you know, we quite possibly were warned just not to go back to the moon. But at the same time, um, there's also the uh, hollow moon theory that, that the moon is actually like... A, something that was placed there right um and that it's just gathered space dust all the over all these years and has kind of accumulated and i guess they shot a rocket at the moon um they shot a rocket at the moon and they determined that uh upon impact that it rang like a bell instead of hitting a like you would expect a, a dense object yeah and it um it yeah it rang like a bell and had this massive like ring off of it and so they're like that's a hollow metal core in there would they be able to hear it in space well they'd be able to not hear it but they'd be able to the f- vibration to, to measure the the, the okay. vibration the vibration of the impact and whatnot but yeah it, because it was so high and so so re- resonating that they were like yeah this thing is hollow this thing isn't even like um so it could be a, a, a hollow metal sphere that's just somehow stuck in our orbit that has just collected dust over all these years and there are some people who think that earth um was closer to mars at one point and that the moon is whatever hit Mars and knocked it slightly farther away from Earth, which caused it to, you know, become this red barren planet and that, you know, that the moon got stuck in our orbit and that Mars, you know, got sent off, like pushed away. And because it's farther away from the sun, it just got very, very cold and all its water so like dried Mars up and whatnot. So Mars used to like be able to... Mars was basically to an Earth. Extent. There were two Earths uh, yeah, at one yeah, point. Yeah, and- that... Per this theory, yeah. the the uh, these the Sumerian tablets also claim that there were two Earths and that um, that beings from uh from this solar system from a planet. Uh, have you heard of Planet X? Yeah. So like the the Anunnaki, um, that they came down and and you know made us from what was here. So like the like the Mayans theory, like the Mayans were actually like aliens from another planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah but the Sumerian astronaut theory. Yeah. The, the Sumerians were, was the first civilization that we have uh, like recorded history, history of. On. Yeah, yeah. And the they, oldest, I think like twenty thousand years, the oldest civilization on Earth. I mean, I definitely yeah. believe that. Like, there's yeah. no way that they can't like some of the pyramids and the buildings that they made and yeah. the technology yeah. that they had. It was like. And even like thinking like pe- when they say like oh it was a man of fire like if you were not able to like recognize like what a gun was like mm-hmm. man of fire sounds like yeah something that it, yeah you hold yeah. a gun and yeah. it shoots and yeah it's like yeah. oh that's a man of fire Conversion. so all those like um, like old uh, 
things about like uh what are they called like uh gods and goddesses yeah, like absolutely maybe like they just seemed like a god or a goddess because absolutely. it was just a person that was like way more advanced than mm -hmm. them for that time well and then this, this is another way to think about it if somebody was on jupiter if there was a civilization on jupiter and, and us here and let's say jupiter has a thousand years like you it, would be if you were from there you'd be stupider by the way go ahead yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's a very good point yeah um <laughs> Uh, it takes a thousand Earth years for one Jupiter cycle. Yeah. So if somebody from Jupiter uh, comes to Earth and it takes them, you know, a thousand Earth years to get there, they're only a two, one or two years old technically from where they're from. So they come here and they do their thing. They build these pyramids and tell them secrets. And and this is just an advanced civilization. They go back. Well, it takes a thousand Earth years for them to get back. Uh, not not to them literally but to the people on earth that's how long it takes right so then they're back they stay in their planet for however long they are and let's say i don't know two thousand earth years goes by and then somebody comes back and then another thousand earth years go by and they're only maybe five or six years older at that point let's say right but to the people on earth they're thousands of years older and that's where the whole term god it if if that did happen like that's the way that it that it would work essentially yeah. right so yeah well i think uh we're gonna go ahead and end on that note um <laughs> the moon landing was absolutely fake the moon landing footage anyway i will definitely say is 100 percent fake i think it's uh kind of unlikely based on our technology at the time that anyone was getting to the moon yeah. um but you know and, or, uh, or if they did they didn't make it back yeah right. um yeah for sure uh so we are gonna go out to d smoke it's okay see you later y'all yeah 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 it's all right it's okay it's all right so good i'm gonna need y'all help with this one yeah it hurts yeah this pain yeah we grow cause there's rain yeah yeah we work and we strike and we strain just to cope just to cope and maintain but what but what about when we go out of our motherfucking mind have you been looking for a long time but we can't seem to find a silver line and then i'm suffering made an iron but i see a little rust again made a promise to my mama a long time ago that she wouldn't have to die suffering bought a nine and a gate like a renegade and i get a nine to the homie while he hustling but the mom's burst in hibernation in case a nigga wanna lose patience I'm not a dumb nigga, keep a little something Nigga, air a nigga out, I think he needs some ventilation But when it's all said and done We face them fears and all Never run, replace them tears with power at the sun, yeah And even when life ain't fair, it's alright It's okay It's alright It's okay It's alright It's okay It's alright It's okay The devil been busy. I hear voices coming loose and loose with a clear choice. Seem a little blurry, my ears hear noise, my food's getting shorter. That nigga Earl Boy, how I'm supposed to run? I take his own in. Gotta recover strong like young Henry. Why do we love the struggle on the fence between living our death and living alone simply? Even the right decisions come with consequences. Look in the mirror, you see your competition. It's getting clearer, it's me, I got to fix. Uh, it's me, my opposition. Ain't no solution to the algorithm. I run this shit like niggas yeah. out to get them. They can say what they want, I forgive them. Then tell them it's alright. It's okay. It's alright. It's okay. It's okay.
I've always thought that was a super cool video effect where they like are able to keep singing at the same motion, but they like the the rest of the video slowed down. Yeah. I mean, and it seems like a pretty simple, you know, effect where you just simply speed up your vocal and then slow down the video. But to be able to do it in the perfect like time increase is pretty cool.